Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. I would ask if you enjoy these podcasts, please feel free to share them with anyone that you know that could use some encouragement through these unprecedented times that we're in. My heart is to uplift people in Jesus and to help his church realize who we are in him so that we can be strengthened in our faith to walk in the power of God as Jesus did on the earth. So feel free to share it. It's free. I'm happy for everyone to be encouraged. So today I want to share about a topic that's not an extremely popular one with most people. Um, But it has become more and more so in the last several years, especially on a corporate level, because the Lord is moving us into this new day and calling us into deeper intimacy with Him. And the topic I'm going to share about today is prayer and fasting. You may wonder why then, if I titled this message, Building Up Our Faith, why am I talking about prayer and fasting? This is because fasting is all about us getting our flesh out of the way so that we can hear from God and allow Him to have preeminence in our lives. Everybody's so busy today with so much going on and just the busyness in our lives. It's a lot, it's hard sometimes to carve time out. So, fasting is an act of obedience and surrender to the Lord. In this way, God is able to rise within our lives and our faith is built up in Him and the enemies of our minds like fear, anxiety, anger, etc. can be defeated. It's been said that fasting is to deny denying the flesh, which in turn edifies and empowers our spirit and detoxifies the soul. So fasting is very personal. It's a journey of our own with the Lord. Jesus said in Matthew 6.16 that we are to fast in secret, not as a show to everyone around us complaining about how hungry hungry we are or things like that. This is different with a corporate fast when a church fasts together. And that's a very powerful thing as well because it's unified prayer and changes us so that we can be in a right alignment with what the Lord is doing. And that's the neat thing about fasting. It gets us out of the way. And things really happen when the body gets together in prayer and fasting and things begin to change, like families are healed, marriages and relationships are restored, captives set free, God's provision released, etc. And even though the body can't be together consistently right now, we can still all be together in the spirit. So in Second Chronicles 20, King Jehoshaphat had called a national fast when the armies of the nations besieged Judah. And they all fasted and prayed and waited for the Lord's answer on the situation. And if you've listened to my former podcast, then you would have heard a lot about King Jehoshaphat in another one. But the Lord answered and he said that he heard their pleas and that he would win the battle for them. And as you know, the enemy turned on each other and completely annihilated each other. 
And also in Esther 4, 16, Queen Esther called her people to fast and intercede for her safety when she was about to go in to petition the king because her people were looking at, they were going to be destroyed. And so she wanted to go into the king and, and ask him to help. And then we see in chapter 5 that the fasting and the praying and the waiting on the Lord prepared the king to receive Esther and to grant her petition, which ultimately led to her people being saved. In Luke 4, 1 to 14, just as after the Holy Spirit filled Jesus Christ and validated him at his baptism in water, the Holy Spirit led Jesus out into the wilderness for 40 days. And 40 days is the biblical number of testing, as you know from um, another podcast I've mentioned in the past. And he was there to be tempted by the devil. And during these 40 days, Jesus fasted from water and from food. He was denying his flesh so that he would have nothing in the way between himself and the Father. He ate nothing, he drank nothing, and he was very hungry. And the enemy was there to tempt him. But he had the power to resist because he was full of the Holy Spirit. And even though he was empty physically, his constant communication with his Father kept him filled by Holy Spirit. And it says that angels came and ministered to him. So this time of testing set Jesus up to do his earthly ministry when he went and returned to Galilee. So he, it actually set him up for the next phase of what the Lord wanted to do with him. And he was full of the overcoming power of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus also admonished his his disciples to pray and fast, which they did often. So fasting helps us to get through blocks that hold us from moving into our next season in the Lord. It helps us to prepare ourselves for what the Lord wants to do. Fasting is about getting rid of the distractions and taking our flesh out of the way so that we can hear the voice of God and that he can have his way in us and build us up in our faith. It's about building relationship with Jesus Christ and waiting on him, taking that time and waiting on him so that he can speak and us hearing him and listening. We don't fast to get God to move in a situation particularly. Rather, we fast to get us out of the way so that we can see what God is doing and saying in a situation and that we can align with him. In Matthew 17, the disciples were trying to cast a demon out of a boy that had terrible seizures and they couldn't do it. And so the boy's boy's father begged Jesus to do something and Jesus cast the demon out. And later the disciples asked Jesus why they couldn't drive that demon out. And the voice translation, verse 20 and 21, Jesus answered, because you have so little faith, I tell you this, if you had even a faint spark of faith, even faith as tiny as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there. And because of your faith, the mountain would move. If you had just a sliver of faith, you could find, you would find nothing impossible. 
but this kind is not realized except through much prayer and fasting. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. So what is Jesus saying? He's saying that fasting increases our faith, our belief in him, and our ability to see and do what the Father is doing, just as Jesus did. We see in John 5.19, Jesus said, I tell you the solemn truth, the Son can do nothing on his own initiative, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, the Son does likewise. So fasting helps us to have a clear vision of what God is doing. And we all need this insight and faith like this, especially when we're navigating these times that we live in today. Perhaps some of us are feeling like it's time for us to fast and pray so that we can clear some of the stuff and be able to hear his heart more clearly for us and for our loved ones. I would encourage you to hear the Lord on this for yourself and do what's right for you. Many churches around the world are in the middle of a yearly sacred season fast or nearing the end of it. It's a wonderful time set apart for prayer and fasting at the beginning of each year as a way of giving our first fruits offering of our year to the, to the Lord. It's also a good time where we're setting aside our own flesh and listening intently for anything the Lord has to say about our lives for the new year. However, it's not like you have to do it at the beginning of a year. Fasting is a good thing to do anytime where you feel the need to, to clear things out of your life and to just set time aside for the Lord. And Jesus fasted often. There are many types of fasts such as like just a water fast alone. But be wise, if you're on a lot of medications and such, a water fast is not going to work for you. There's also a Daniel fast, which is basically vegetables and water only. And some people fast from what they call meats and sweets and breads. Um, or you can fast one meal a day. Some people also fast things like television, gaming, talking to negative people, refraining from negativity yourself. Um, how about this one? How about fasting from worry? Whatever you feel is taking precedence and really, really pushing on your mind that's keeping you from really allowing you to fix your eyes on the Lord in this particular time, that's the thing that you may want to focus on fasting. The main thing is that we make room for the Lord and have an attitude of gratitude for what the Lord has done and is doing even now. It's a time to set aside our hearts to him and to really take time to have intimacy with Jesus and wait on him to speak to us, not just taking like five minutes and listing off our complaints or all the things we want him to do or all the things we want in our life. And it's time to just perhaps let go of something that's very distracting such as maybe not watching five hours of TV a day. I know it's really hard for some. However, that's the point. It's his strength is made perfect in our weakness. 
What about perhaps fasting from negativity? Any negativity for the next week or two? That's a real tough one for most of us. How about fasting just from listening to negative news? Whatever it is, ask the Lord if there's anything that um, that's there, that's standing in the way that perhaps he would like you to to set aside or let go of for a bit or forever. You never know. In your heart, you know what the Lord is saying. So you may be saying you don't hear anything right now. Sometimes fasting is just the thing for when we feel like we can't hear him because we're so busy, our minds are so busy and the circumstances seem insurmountable. Pick something that's particularly distracting, set it aside for a week or two and take the time to be with the Lord. Really delve into his word and spend time just being with him listening for his voice amongst all the chatter in your brain and you'll be surprised how quickly you'll begin to hear him and you'll start getting clarity he's so happy and eager to to speak to us he loves us so much and he wants to build relationship with us we just need to learn to shut down the noise and the distractions and tune into him it's more a posture of our hearts a posture of bowing down before him and listening and waiting within our hearts and spirits than it is necessarily a physical giving up of things. Though it's good to take the time sometimes that to do that. Um, and it's a it's a it's a, a way of being in our spirit to just continually be in his presence it doesn't necessarily have to be going and being on your knees 24 hours for the day it's not that it's about a heart attitude of really tuning in to him often the lord chooses to speak to me for instance while i'm cleaning stalls in the barn and it's because it's a a mundane task and i'm not really thinking about a whole lot of things perhaps at the time he just is able to speak to me and another one of his favorite times to speak to me is in the middle of the night when my mind is quiet from the busyness of the day so just kind of keep in mind him like just focus and you'll begin to hear him at different times and you'll begin to realize, oh, the Lord's talking to me. And then you just tune in and and start listening. So whether you decide to fast is is something that you need to do right now or that you're able to be more conscious of the Lord's presence in your life. However you choose to give the Lord more of yourself, your time and your attention, I know that he's going to bless it and meet you more than halfway. He says, ask and it shall be given you. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. The Lord knows each of us and how to reach us. With all this in mind, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we love and honor you today and we thank you so much that your spirit leads us into all truth. 
And we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you empower us to continually deny our flesh in whatever way that you show us so that we may be fully able to obey and walk with you. We thank you that you give us abundant grace for all that you have called us to in Christ Jesus. And we stand on your word, Father, that as we decree a thing, it shall be established unto us and you will make our way bright and clear before us. We proclaim, Lord, that we are your people, the sheep of your pasture, and that you are our deliverer and our champion. We declare that you are, we are strong in the power of your might and that Jesus Christ living on the inside of us is greater than anything that we face. We decree that as we yield ourselves to you in whatever way that you lead, your wisdom and insight fills our hearts and that each day you renew us from strength to strength. You, Lord God of the angel armies, are making ways for us where there seem to be none, rivers in the desert and roads through the wilderness. And we thank you that you never leave us nor forsake us. Jesus, thank you so much that you abide with and in us and that your plans for your people are always good. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us ears to hear and eyes to see and that you light our way in your new day. Father, I decree right now over your people that as we put our, put you, our eyes on you, put you first in our lives and take the time to be with you and hear from you that we will see miracles in our lives. We will see be set free from all fear and worry and division and anxiety or any other thing that has been bothering us. We will see your marvelous hand at work, healing and restoring our lives, families, and communities. We thank you that we see your plans and purposes made manifest in our lives and in the earth as we walk in the power and strength of your word and your nature within us. We declare that we are walking in your overcoming victory in the days ahead. And as we wait upon you, we will mount up on wings as eagles. We run and we're not weary and we walk and we do not faint no matter what presents itself before us. We are strong and of good courage because our hearts and minds are fixed on you, Lord our God, Lord of the angel armies. We declare that as we lift our voices together in unified prayer, we see your wondrous works made manifest in every area of our lives in Jesus Christ's mighty name. And we give you all the glory and honor and praise beforehand and trust, Lord, that you have already done this. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, amen. So again, if any of you who are listening do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and you would like to, it doesn't matter where you are in your life or what you think that you've done. He knows everything about you and loves you unconditionally. He knew you before you were even born and he wants you to come into his kingdom. He wants to restore you to himself. So if that's you, please pray this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I believe you are the Son of God and that you died on the cross for me and poured out your precious blood to cleanse the sins of the world. I acknowledge that you rose victorious over all sin, sickness, and death. I now invite you, Jesus Christ, to come live in me as my Lord and Savior 
and I pledge my life to you from today forward. I ask you to wash me with your blood and forgive me for all of my sins and cleanse and free me completely from all unrighteousness. And because of your forgiveness, I thank you that you remember my sin no more. I ask also that you fill me with your Holy Spirit and power so that I can be the overcoming Son of God that you created me to be. I ask all of this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, thanks again, everyone, for listening in. Bless you all. Until next time, be encouraged that as we keep our eyes steadfast on Jesus, that he keeps us in perfect peace.